Hello loreheads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Eternal Hunters Kindred, who was released October 14th, 2015. I remember when I read that date in my head, I was like, October 14th, 2015 (laughs) is what my brain did, (laughs) because it didn't feel like that long. Yeah. Yeah. That's like seven years ago. Yeah. That's a lot. I know. That's many years. I'm pretty sure that's like three years ago. (laughs) That was three years (laughs) ago. That's when 2015 was. Yeah. Pandemic years don't count. I think that's what Mm -hmm. we've decided. (laughs) Just strike them from the record. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I don't think any of us play Kindred, right? Like, we don't know Um, anyone who plays Kindred. It's all... So I did actually have a short stint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A handful of games where I took her bot lane AD carry. It didn't go... bot lane AD carry. You know, it... It went really well. Mm. Okay, Rebecca's misremembering. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I'll play her in ARAM. Yeah, ARAM, sure, play anything, right? I mean, we were playing against... I played against a Kindred mid the other day who had Kindred in their Mm. fucking summoner name. And they oh, did you hate to see it. Shit stomp me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's part of what it is, right? Is that we don't play with anyone who plays her, so or them, I sorry. Don't think so. I always just think lamb when I think kindred. I know, but, me um, too. You don't really see the wolf very much. Yeah. I guess, I guess them kindred maids do. I, I guess so. I just yeah. die. I gotta hit a button to see wolf. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I gotta say though, nothing activates my flight fight or flight response quite like going up against someone who's playing the champion that's in their summoner name. Yes. I'm instantly like, let me dodge, please. <laughs> I'm out. I didn't notice uh, it until the end of the game. I was like, oh, okay. made me feel better. <laughs> All right. Who's doing the impression first? Oh, okay. <clears throat> you got something right. something in mind there, Mark? You've got a nice deep voice. Ooh, well, I mean, I thought Wolf would be fun, but um, I, okay. What, what is, what's the quote I got? I see water. They are called tears. Um. <laughs> oh, I did like that one. Okay. All things great and small. Die! <laughs> <laughs> I really love the the contrast. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> words, words, la, 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 pew, twang, pew. Are you imitating me? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was so loud. You're welcome. Oh, anyway, <laughs> on the universe page, Kindred has a bio, a teaser video, and three short stories, and two of them are about plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? If I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> I was When I was reading them, I was on the couch, and I was like, John, this, like, this play story is pretty funny. And he went, which one? And I was like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> But I'll take us through the bio real quick if we want to do that. Let's do it by Matthew sure. Dunn. Oh, okay. And he did the, the two of the short stories. Yeah, he did yeah, pretty consistent writing on this. Oh, yeah. okay. That's always nice to see and so rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Kindred is kind of the Grim Reaper, I guess. Although it kind of sounds like they just kill steel from everyone in Runeterra. <laughs> was kind of the vibe <laughs> I was getting. <laughs> Um, they are the lamb and the wolf, but they're always known together as kindred. Uh, basically, when someone dies, they can accept this and the lamb will shoot them real super good. Or they can run away and then wolf hunts them down. It's a like weirdly poetic bio when I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very tired and dumb, so it took me like a minute. 
but there's not like too much else. The oh God, the bio mentions like how Demacians will usually choose the lamb's death, while Noxian, Noxians will run off and make the wolf chase them. They also mention the Shadow Isles and how Kindred knows that these souls will win, will only be able to invade, invade, God, evade death for so long. And the bio wraps up mentioning how Kindred has always been here, of course, but the earliest appearances were in like a pair of carved masts, and no one knows where they came from. Now, I mm-hmm. will say specifically, uh-huh. not always, oh, okay, only okay, for okay. as long as people oh, sure. have known death. So uh, they don't predate people. So that's something. That's so if you just tell someone that death, they, like, they don't know that death exists, can they just not die? Because that's what it sounds like. That well, is the <laughs> cause of a lot of conversations on the forums with the kindred. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we're going to get into it when we get to like Legends of Rune Terrace stuff because they really threw that expanded a lot around kindred. And also we see it in one of the short stories, um, one of the play ones. Yes. Uh, mm. Which is, a, it's an interesting tack, I will say, to take with kindred in general. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean, kind of what you're saying. It's very poetic, and it's also very short. It is mm-hmm. three, three, nine words. It's 4.24 Heimerdingers, which is <laughs> relatively short. It's pretty short for a bio. Um, you know, a lot of the ones we hit are at least five, 600 words, and this one's really short, but I think it um, it almost kind of like, it's like the exception that proves the rule about these short bios or like having these ancient, like weird characters that you can't really write a perspective piece around necessarily. Um, right. But that, like, I'm not mad at this. This is pretty much what no. I want from a kindred yeah. bio. You know, I liked it, and and I think like we had always talked about like, oh, I, it, it, I hate how when people have short bios, they also have like one short story or no short story. But kindred gets nice short stories, and they're like you mentioned, they're not point of view pieces necessarily, but they tell me what I want to know about kindred, which <laughs> yeah. is the yeah. goal. <laughs> yeah, I would even say the realms of Runeterra one. Uh, Almost, it's it is nearly a perspective piece, and I guess when we get to it, we'll, we'll talk about why that is. But um, Mark's the only one who read it. <laughs> nah. You need uh, you to know. buy one of them fancy special books to read book. that one. <laughs> you gotta get the I mean, full I mean, action pack. I, I mean, he literally sent it to us. He did we- <laughs> send us the pictures of the pages. Although, if you're from Riot and you're listening to this, no, he didn't. I didn't do that. Pirate That's... something like that. Uh, but we didn't. We we, sh- <laughs> we met in IRL and we just shared the book together. All three of us sitting in a big campfire. Aww, <laughs> it kind of sounds nice, romantic. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say the only thing that sticks out a little to me is the end because it's it's just like this weird two sentence paragraph about like, oh, by the way, Kindred is has specifically shown up ever since these. Like the first was the actual text. The earliest dated appearance of the Eternal Hunters is from a pair of a pair of masks. I don't know if they mean that in like a like a cultural sense. Like if you were putting together a museum of Kindred, it'd be like, well, this is the first you know <laughs> depiction of Kindred, mm. etc. Because um, we have to assume they were around before that, even. And this is just like the first time someone ever saw that that really archetypal you know two spirit type thing going on with them, or 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 what. Or if this is just like a weird thing they threw in at the end, as like an undeveloped idea, or what. They yeah. threw in masks because they knew they wanted to write some play stories, and they're like, we got to justify this. <laughs> I yeah. wish there was more on the masks because it makes it sound like it's really out of place in the bio, and they're like, oh, by the way, there are some masks. And then they end up being kind of a big deal in the short stories. So, mm-hmm. like, can we, like, do a little more. <laughs> I think a lot of the, I could be wrong about this, but I think a lot of the promotional stuff that came out focused pretty heavily on the masks. Oh, okay. Like the kind of yin-yang nature of the masks. Mm. It could be hmm. that. It could just be. I, I, it's hard because I there's definitely been 
parts of lore that have been kind of grafted onto Kindred. And I think they've done, like, this is the smoothest, ha- like, job I've ever seen in terms of, like, <laughs> you can't see the scar, but we know for a fact that it, it's been, got really recent stuff cut from Legends of Runeterra. So I don't know if that happened with the bio. It feels like it, but maybe, like you said, it's just like, hey, the masks are important. Say something about the masks. Matthew Dunn was like, <laughs> I'm fucking done. See my last name, son. <laughs> like, hey, you need to talk about the masks a little. He's like, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, they exist. Happy? <laughs> right. right? <laughs> like. Trust me, I've like mummified chapters together before, and you could really tell. And that's kind of what it felt like. Mummified, not Frankenstein. Oh, God, fuck. God damn it. Well, she wrapped them together. Right? It's Ooh, kind of worked. Thanks, I get it. Got you. Yeah. Got my back. Scrambled their brains out. Um, but I, I liked it also because I liked that it, it's very clearly doing what they do with Kindred so often, which is like, hey, it's a reflection on you know different cultures in Runeterra. And I like the little depictions of like, oh, a, Demas- a true Demacian takes the arrow, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Those are cool. Yeah. Speaking of which, one of the things that I liked was they mentioned that in, I think it was the Freljord, mm, they referred yeah. to it as Kissing the Wolf, mm-hmm. which immediately made me think of Cabin in the Woods. Mm, right in the uh, opening where they're playing Truth or Dare, and they're like, I dare you to kiss oh that wolf. Oh, my God. Oh my she God. makes out with the taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, now I imagine everyone in Freljord doing that. John, imagine imagine Trindamir doing John, that like sexy walk. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great because in that rune terror story they've got people in big wolf heads right but it's, i imagine it now like a kissing booth they're like "Ooh, i get to be the wolf this year <laughs> fuck yeah step on up i thought it was such a nice little touch john and yeah me too it. <laughs> way to ruin it i love it well, i don't know why it took me so long i've seen the cabin of the woods as many times as you have i think and i'm like what I don't think I think if you said to anyone, "Hey, kissing the wolf, cabin in the woods," right? Everyone would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I, I don't know. I think a lot of people found that pretty memorable. She really put her tongue in that wolf. Yeah. Although I will say, you. not enough people have seen Cabin in the Woods, oh, and you, if you haven't, mm, you should fucking watch it. If you it like horror, gold. Yeah. Or comedy horror. Yeah. Yeah, Let's but be you, I feel like you need to appreciate horror to appreciate Cabin to in the Woods. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like you know, Scream in that regard. So mm-hmm. You appreciate it more if you've mm-hmm. seen horror. Oh, I want Scream. <laughs> Anywho. We're going to move on to the short stories now, (laughs) and we have a special guest with us today for the short stories. This is the first time ever where we have had a patron joining us for the episode. Why don't you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Hart? Hello, I am Hart, as he said, or Ashton is my real name, but I mostly go by Hart online. Uh, hold on just a second. I don't think Mark can hear you. I oh, can hear I can. you, but Mark can't. What? All right. Talk again. See if he can. Hello? Hello? There we go. There we go. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Woo-woo. I was like, uh-oh. I <laughs> can't so hear him. Oh, no. That or are we good? No, no, no. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll splice it together. No one will even I'll, know. I'll, I'll mummy it together. <laughs> What's great is that now that this is funny, it's all going to stay in. Yeah, yeah, it's all going to stay in. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so um, what made you want to pick Kindred for the episode? Do you play Kindred? Uh, no. I did have a small kick, like John was saying before, yeah. of playing Kindred. And then I realized Jungle is awful, and I constantly get points, <laughs> so I moved to Elaine. But uh, back before I listened to the podcast, I listened to a huge YouTube playlist of canon lore from Necrit. And... Mm. He did a video covering, I think it was a good death. 
and I remember it being a really good short story, so I decided on Kindred since all my mains were pretty much covered or, like, <laughs> were in the Zs, so. It's <laughs> a good call. It's yeah. <laughs> I swear we're going to get to them. I swear. Yeah. I know. One of these days. But then, like, then what do we do? We haven't talked. All right. Let's not have this existential (laughs) crisis. Right. (laughs) All right. So there are three short stories, like we said. Right? Three? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. There are three listed on Universe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a fourth one, if you count the uh, one from the Rune Terror book, and then a fifth one, if you count mentions in Ezreal's short stories. Oh, God, I don't know. I feel like Kindred, that. I know Kindred has been mentioned in other stories. I know for oh, a yeah. fact. Oh, yeah, been. I have a list, yeah. actually, of things that she that they're just mentioned in. It's like ten stories long. They get <laughs> yeah. mentioned a lot. <laughs> yeah, I started looking through that and I was like, well, I get it. Like, they just show up as some reference to, like, oh, the wolf or the lamb. Like, I know in that yeah, Daria exactly. story they have a temple to mm-hmm. the wolf, so, you know. Alright, so... Alright, we want to dig in? yeah. Let's start with forest in the trees, because that's for the trees. For the trees, for- not in the trees. The forest can't be inside forest of trees. trees. John, idiot, God, <laughs> really spiraled. <laughs> Are you okay? Feel like Dobby over here. <laughs> sure. You want me to do that? Does she have a lot of AU stuff? Uh, no, she's got like three AUs. Oh, three okay. Three AUs. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll still hit it though. This one, like the summary, is very short. It's just kind of showing Kindred, kind of fulfilling their role as the kind of I don't know, avatar of death, however you want to kind of personify it, in a battle, which I think is a really fun setting to kind of show Kindred at. It's like, uh, it's a very short story too. Again, really short, but very effective. And, um, yeah. you know, for a while, Kindred is kind of taking those who accept their fate, you know, even ones who die in a violent death who are like, I'm fine. They're comfortable more with the idea of like, I can pass on. Um, but Wolf spots a squire who is not down to clown. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the squire tries to escape, and Wolf uh, hunts him down and kills him. And that's that's really it, uh, in terms of summary. Yeah. I really uh, like the dynamic between Wolf and Lamb here. It's yeah. Like, for some reason, not knowing a whole lot about Kindred, this was the first story I read. For some reason, I thought that Lamb would be, would think that Wolf was kind of like over the top or like unnecessarily brutal or something like that can compared to like her own elegant way of ending things. But <laughs> I love that she's just happy that he's happy. Even <laughs> when he's like crunching on the bones of a scared child. <laughs> oh, I completely missed that Kendrick or Lamb was laughing when the wolf was chasing. I just oh. seen that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I um yeah, it's like she laughed to see such sport. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's a pretty little brutal description of like, oh, his lifeblood just is like right out of his neck, right? Um, but I completely like, agree. Oh, that little it's scamp. honestly more terrifying. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think what's really strong about, what's strong about all the kindred lore in general, I think, is that it's a great example of there's like a, they have a great voice and a dynamic between the two of them. And they're very distinct and they, they're tons of fun to spend time with. And it's communicated so effectively in like every single piece when Wolf and Lamb are kind of talking back and forth. And like you said, John, like you get, even if you haven't ever played kindred, you don't know the audio, you have like an immediate understanding of that relationship and how it's, it's not really something that is necessarily... I want to say it's, it's it's something that's hard to maybe kind of like identify with as a person, but it's the two personalities are tons of fun kind of interacting throughout this, you know? Yeah. It was like a choice to make them get along and connect the way they do. It's so important for their job, 
I guess, <laughs> their little career. But <laughs> their little side hustle. <laughs> their side hustle. What do you think they do? Too many people die in Runeterra. They ain't got no time for anything else. What happens if two people die at the same time in Runeterra? It's actually canon that they can be multiple places at the same time. That's mm. horrifying. I wish I didn't ask that question. <laughs> but anyway, I think it could have been easy to make them... Um, not get along so well, kind of like Kane and Ross a little bit, like they're, mm. they're fighting, and that that's easier to make that funny, but they didn't go that easy route, I feel like. I think you'll see that in the realms of Runeterra's story a lot, too, because they, they'll get into arguments and they'll get kind of upset with each other, but it's all love at the end of the day, and that's something <laughs> that they communicate super well with, with them, is that, like you said, she's happy when he's happy and kind of vice versa. They don't stay mad at each other in any way. Um, it's tons of fun to see them interact, I think. Yeah. I like the few of Lamb's quotes here, too. Oh, okay. I know that she had said, uh, or Wolf mentioned, like, as, as as he was, like, murdering the child, and it was, like, screaming or whatever, he was like, is this music, <laughs> Lamb? And she was like, it is to you. <laughs> I had that written down. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. That was a good line. I love it. Yeah, I think the writing in this is, is, is overall strong. Very short, but... Some of the, just the descriptions of the way it describes things. Like it talks about the battle kind of turning on the squire. And the way it writes it is, uh, the battle turned its steel towards the squire. He now stared at the rolling to- tide of bravery and desperation coming for him. Rather than just saying like, oh, the, a bunch of dudes kind of started fighting around him. It's a more <laughs> interesting way of telling us kind of what's actually, you know, happening, you know? Yeah, I like um, Matthew Dunn's writing a lot and all the short stories. Even the ones that were a little bit longer, they didn't feel like flowery and bloated to me right um they were very like every line was important is what it felt like yeah but still like still somehow poetic sometimes yeah but Mm -hmm. yeah it's like yeah i I completely agree i i really loved reading all these i I think that's why i'm liking kindred so much is i had a fun time (laughs) with him i was never bored you know Mm -hmm. and it's talking about the start of the battle it's like lamb danced lively from sword edge to spear tip the red-blooded butchery never standing her pale coat you know it's just like it's very, uh, I want not emotive, but like evocative. You can very easily picture what's happening in your mind. And it's a very graceful way of handling, uh, again, what's literally happening in a way that's interesting and you know, effective and all those things. Do we have any more thoughts on this story? I'm no, good. we good? Good stuff, Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice appetizer. Was this one by Matt Dunn? Because he wasn't credited for it. On yeah, we this. had to go on to the wiki for most okay. credits. <laughs> well, I, yes. I was confused because all the other stories are, or at least on Universe, were credited to them, but not this one. Yeah, it's really random, like, when they credit when they don't sometimes. I know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there think... must have been, like, a time period. Mm-hmm, like a line. Like, Authors don't need credits. <laughs> <laughs> we are one author. They're right. getting paid. They don't need the exposure. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that, that, that thought, like you said, Rebecca, in a more positive way, it was like, you know, it's a, the Riot voice. This is the universe author. And it was like, hey, no, it's actual like individual contributors and they have styles. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and so I they used... might not be here forever. They need a real. Yeah. <laughs> I did used to write for like a, a tween website and the blog of that website. All of the blog posts were under the CEO of the tween website even though she didn't write a single one of them. <laughs> so Picking up some deep lore here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I won't mention the tween website. Mark knows no, what no. it is, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sarah also used to work there. Okay. Uh, the other story, or the next one. I, I, I Okay. Mm. Take a stab. 
No, I'm not, I don't it. have a stab. I don't have notes. But I liked your oh. pronunciation of it before. Oh, when okay. You mentioned your reasoning. So, okay. So, John, do you say so eights? I was just in my head saying soats, but. Soats, okay. I was saying so eights. Oh my god, me too! Oh, because it looked like Socrates. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was thinking. Oh, shit. I did read it oh. so it's first. I was like, it can't be that. It's gotta be... So it's Hey, okay. simplest explanation is usually the right one. That's what I go I mean, by. <laughs> I mean, Ocam's razor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what should we call her, though, really? I like so it's, but if y'all want to go with soats... So it does sound fancy, it. so it'll make us feel fancy saying oh, it. Probably, give me a fucking sure. wine glass. Let's go. <laughs> Finishing so as I finish my glass of wine. <laughs> That's from a box. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it directly into my mouth. <laughs> All right, finishing so <laughs> Who wants, who wants to tackle it? Because this is the longest of them, except for maybe the Realms of Runeterra one. I can also. Uh, do I don't it. have notes for it. I'm going to be honest. I can do it if you want it. So I know you're going to be doing the Realms of Runeterra one since mm. you're the only one that read it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'll, I'll handle this one. Go for it, sweetie. We'll but do it I'll, together. But I'll do it without uh, a lot of character names, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't write true. down character names. <clears throat> There's so, a lot of people in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, they are, they are putting on... There's this uh, company of actors putting on this play from an unfinished poem by this author named Soetes, <laughs> as we've decided to call her. <laughs> um, now, she died before she could finish the poem, so the director of this play kind of made up his own ending to it, and the production is kind of a disaster. Nothing's going right, <laughs> and they have to open for a bunch of rich Demacian nobles soon, so they're kind of in a panic. But the whole thing is being funded by a um, kind of like a, a God. I forget what her title is. I was going to say like a rich lordess, lady. but like a baroness or lady. Just lady. Okay, okay. just lady. Yeah. Lady. Um, <laughs> hey, lady. Uh, so <laughs> she's it's being funded by a rich lady. And was that supposed to be a Beastie Boys reference? Yeah, it's Hey Ladies. First of all, yeah, but there's only one lady okay. in the story. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, they basically things things go awry. The the lady shows up, except it's not really her. And <sighs> she starts offering suggestions to the play. They pull out a bunch of masks. They say like, "Oh, you have to really." inhabit the characters in the story wear the masks and become the characters and so they do and then we kind of we see them kind of acting like the characters of the masks they put on but in like a way that was like disturbing yes like a very weird kind of horror movie Mm -hmm. style way um and then we kind of skip to the the opening where I, I don't know what his role is in the company. Maybe we'll call him a stagehand for now. He's gone to gather the nobles. He was stalling them long enough that they could get their shit He's together. He's a warm-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> so he lets them in, and they get there, and everyone is just kind of frozen on the stage in place. And it's very impactful. Everyone in the crowd's like, oh, my God, this is pretty fucking cool. But then nothing ever happens. They just stay frozen in place, and the the stage hands like oh shit something's gone wrong so he goes backstage to check the director is missing and there's a note at the end of the story that says oh he's got it written oh. down oh okay oh 
Are you hoping someone else has it written I down? Oh, I was hoping the, the, someone uh, else had it written down. <laughs> oh, I do have it written down. Uh, I got it here too as well. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at do the page. It. Uh, the end is not for those who wear no masks. She showed me and it was beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nailed it first try. You guys got John, it. John, you changed your voice at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was... It was a very, I mean, I liked this story a lot. I did like it. I found it confusing. The tone switch really threw me off. The beginning of this this story is so funny. This might have been really just funny as a former stagehand or like I used to do theater crew. And this is such a theater dramatics at the beginning. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, yeah, the tone swaps pretty quickly. Once the lady enters and the main character, I can't remember his name. Tarnold. Like Tarnold, yeah. thank you. Hey, Tarnold. Um, yeah, <laughs> and he's really like slowly starting to notice that the lady is all all fucked up, and she had died that night. By the way, that yeah, was their their lady thing. who was their patron. She had actually turns out she had died that night. Mm-hmm. The stagehand knew, but didn't want to didn't want to spoil know, the cast mood. a pall upon the mm-hmm. opening night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything else kind of confused me a little. Am I dumb? I why? So no. this <laughs> required totally some cross reference. <laughs> yeah, it's what what? Uh, this required some Legends of Runeterra cross referencing. Oh, yeah. Multi product storytelling. Yes. <laughs> so it's not my fault. I always no. knew it. Yeah. Nothing's no. ever my fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, this is this is the a very recent piece. I think 2021. Oh. Maybe I could be wrong, uh, but super recent, and it's kind of coincided with Kindred getting a release in Legends of Runeterra where a bunch of, you know, for gameplay reasons, Kindred got a bunch of other cards, but that they also kind of wove into the lore of, like, hey, we're expanding on what Kindred is. Um, that being said, my guesses are kind of tenuous, and, and you know, I don't, you know, it's just kind of, you know, what's the word? Not suggestion, conjecture. That's the word. Mm. Um, conjecture is kind of what the deal is, but, like, kind of explicit things that it mentions in here are the patron is wearing a mask, um, one that's got this kind of sprig sprouting out of it and i'm pretty sure this is the masked mother right which is one of the legends of rune terra cards and what we can kind of intuit from that card is that um they actually sort of created kindred or maybe sort of the i kind of incepted the idea of kindred into the minds of mortals almost um yes. oh. yeah because something that they go into with the other mask that shows up prominently which is a vulture which is also a legends of rune terra car- card called the ether fiend um, is sort of that like the mask mother is sort of the start of, of everything and the start of like even death and the stories around it and the other fiend is sort of the last almost like consciousness that like when everything is faded and things are forgotten like that's the death that the other fiend brings right it's something that it kind of talks about with Soates a bit is that Soates is truly dead because Soates has been like forgotten or at least as she was she is forgotten and there's a scraps left and that's what this right. vulture is representing kind of if you think of it kind of like, um, God, what is the, what is that Day of the Dead Disney movie? Coco. I was if, thinking if it. If you think of it like Coco, <laughs> like about the it, yeah. Ether Fiend is kind of like when someone, when Has no one forgotten. remembers a person anymore, okay. the Ether Fiend is their final death. Yes. I don't care for that. <laughs> I never imagined Kindred having like a boss. I don't know. I felt like it's Kindred was I'm still. I yeah, mean, your mother's really your boss. <laughs> I mean, Hart, are you, are you, were you familiar with any of that? Like going into this one? No, I was not. I don't really okay. know anything about like Runeterra stuff. I mostly just focus on League itself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's, there's a lot of shit out there. Uh, yeah. I have I, some information kind of. So 
I know, like Mark mentioned, they, they, she, the mask mother is credited with like incepting the belief of kindred into the world because the, the lore team is super hesitant to commit to her having actually created anything. They're, oh. they're kind of like, they want to straddle that line between like, oh, no, 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 it's not created. It's just like she incepted this idea, which was then adopted and, and became a thing. And um, she invented Inception. Wow. She did. Now, there are a few other. Kindred is the aspect of kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say aspect, that is its own That's thing funny. in this, <laughs> is the idea of like first death. And the Ether Fiend is the idea of final death. And there are a bunch of other versions of death in the universe too so we've got the soul spinner who is the representation of death to elise's house um and it's possible that the that story of death was told to elise by Violma. you've got the fading icon who is the shuriman god of death known to the bakai um but they were slowly you know since the bakai lived so long they're like not tech not immortal but like they live for a very very long time so all of them have slowly be done to forget that the god of death of Shirima even exists because they're not dying so this god of death for Shirima is also slowly starting to fade and he and Ether Fiend have a bunch of interactions with each other this yeah. is a lot of death gods it's very American gods is what it yeah. is oh. it is very American gods yeah um, fading icon has a quote to kindred that says uh, remember me little one please and wolf is like he'll be mine and lamb says no he is for the other and the ether fiend uh, says to him soon little one soon and the faded icon's like no no i have time i have time okay because people are slowly starting to forget that he exists sure sure the ether fiend will claim him soon (laughs) yeah i think so oh go ahead i was gonna say really back to what you said i think it's it's an interesting idea, and I think that they've woven it in pretty seamless, pretty seamlessly. But um, there's a reason Riot is not planting their feet super hard on a lot of this stuff. I think it's because <laughs> if you do this too much, uh, it's really going to start taking away from like the mystique and like uniqueness of Kindred. Almost like the idea of Kindred being these like ideally, I would say like a Shreem and Death God would just be an interpretation of Kindred, which is something that yeah. we see in that realms of Runeterra story. I think. It's an inter- it, it's an interesting idea to play with, and it and it works for now. Um, but you gotta toe that line, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what hmm. was your kind of feeling about like getting that stuff unloaded on on y'all too. Like, does that feel like it? <laughs> does it sound like it works? Does it sound like it doesn't? Uh, it's a lot for sure. I'm, just, I'm yeah. still trying to process <laughs> most of it. I know. I, de- it, I definitely prefer the idea that there is just kindred. And then people have interpreted them differently. Because that yeah. makes more sense to me. Unless they really want to make it canon that there's like a bunch of gods for one job. Like, do they need this many people for one job for death? Rotera's only so big. Yeah, and I think the <laughs> the idea is that none of them are technically gods. They're all just ideas of gods. Sure. Even Kindred's not a god either. Well, like she, the idea of a god in Runeterra. <laughs> yeah, they don't really have. Yeah, yeah. you know. Like quote God or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, and we didn't um, even get to the astral fox or the wings in the wave yet. Jesus, yeah, I was gonna I say I know there's it's others. Fun. Astral fox is another one. Um, yeah, I think if you want to try and get to the point of like, because you're, you're, you know, with Terror, you get away from just like humans and you get into things like aspects, and I could see 
the idea of there being something other than kindred for something like an aspect, right? Um, they're they're weird enough and outside the 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 realm of humanity that maybe okay, kindred maybe doesn't come for them. You know, maybe something other than kindred comes for uh, Aurelian soul, for example. Oh um, yeah, that would make sense. But still, like you said, it's it, for most people, it, sh- it it makes sense that it's kindred. I think it's, I think so what, it's fine for now. What are these masks that they used in the play, and why did it kill them? Is that what it did? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. So I read an interesting interpretation of this story, um, and the reason why various people chose various masks. So we mentioned that the the vultures, the ether fiend, you know, mm-hmm. represents final death. And the one who took that was um, the, uh, let's see. Like the oh young Demacian actor, right? Artlo or whatever? Artlo, yeah. Mm. Um, so Artlo did not care about so- Soetis' legacy at all. Like mm. they had like the, the bin of masks from her and he didn't really give a shit he's like let's just fucking do this get it over with and i feel like he even had a quote there too um oh yeah he refers to her as a forgotten poet as he's Mm -hmm. choosing the vulture mask um so he's kind of personifying the vulture throughout this story um soates ends up taking the mask of the mask mother which kind of mirrors his role as director as she kind of ordains the existence and purpose of all of the other desks. Tarnold, um, And kind of the a quote from the Reddit thread was like, oh yeah, he's trying to he's trying to say that Soetis' unfinished story sorry, he's trying the director is trying to tell Soetis' unfinished story and he finally comes to the realization that the end of the story is literally death. <laughs> That's and to mm-hmm. fully understand the end of the story, you have to inhabit it, kind of like the Mask Mother said, like to fully understand the character, you have to inhabit it. So they're all kind of telling the story, the ultimate end of which is death, and they've all inhabited their role within that story. Yeah. And then died. And died. Yes. Man, that's not worth it. It's just a play, guys. <laughs> you don't understand. It's community it's... theater, folks. Come on. <laughs> Off Broadway. It's the, I mean, it does mention he is the most important and only guy running the you know the theater in all of wherever you know funny enough this is in a knock merch that place that garen first shield took place in um oh but know. a long time ago this yeah. takes place during jarvin, during jarvin the, second's, the yeah. second's reign yeah yeah they even talk about little baby j3 loving some play he did i don't know oh yeah adorable yeah i mean i think that i mean we can, okay so like it's firing on a lot of sort of metaphorical cylinders, let's say, you know, and I think if you, I would say definitely familiar, familiarize with the Rune Terrace stuff to get all of that context, but pulling it back, um, just in terms of the writing, I really like the tone switch. I think that it gets a really, it's a nice looming kind of creeping reveal as like things get weirder and like wronger and the descriptions of how the people are acting, especially uh, Artlo, where it talks about like he starts like standing like a weird vulture and his like mouth like splits and he's like crying as he's talking. It's all, Give me the willies. Right. Graham McNeil <laughs> and Matthew Dunn here are having a race to say who can conjure the image of someone's mouth splitting open more <laughs> times in their story. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I think I would definitely recommend it. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting way of trying to kind of weave together the two pe- the two kind of disparate products of lore almost, you know, and, and kind of pull it into the world a bit. Um yeah, and it's a great setting. 
for a kindred story, which is why they did it twice. You know? <laughs> Weirdly. Also, yeah. I did look up because I hadn't, I feel like I had heard this term before, but I never really looked it up. But in case you're curious, they use the word mummer a lot in this and the other story. Um, and that is an actor in a traditionally masked mime. And it's considered derogatory. Mm. I didn't know it was that. considered derogatory. I have heard it before. Um, good to know, because I would have thought I thought it was just like like kind of an like an old timey term for an actor. Like I expect to see it at like the Ren Fair, you know, like oh, go to Mummer's Lane, and that's where all of like the people are doing like pirate. Yeah, like that. <laughs> oh. I would say it's probably like derogatory in the way that like, hey, idiot, or something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, no worries. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you're probably absolutely have seen exactly that thing at a Ren Fair. <laughs> All right, hmm. we're doing the third one then. A good. Unless death. anyone had any any thoughts on Soates. Uh Other than I thought, even though I like, if I knew like the Runeterra stuff before, I definitely could have had a better experience reading through the story rather than just being confused for most of it. Yeah. But now that. John's explained and Mark's explained everything that is actually going on behind it. It actually makes a lot more sense. And like you guys were saying before, how it started lighthearted and everything, I was kind of worried that Kindred, the a literal death, was just going to be like <laughs> a lighthearted story and then it takes that darker turn. And then the, it, it explains it so well of like when... Uh, I don't know how to say his name, Duarte, or what it, what it is. But when he oh, comes back Duarte? to Anne, Yeah, Duarte. Oh, yeah. And then the explanation of, like, where the actors are and what they were doing, you could definitely just, like, picture it in your mind. Mm. And I think yeah. they definitely nailed that description. Mm-hmm. of it. unnerving as hell. Yeah, it, it takes was like very a second. unnerving. <laughs> it is. It takes a second for it to sink in, like, that they're dead. Yeah, like, the realization <laughs> he, yeah. of where he yeah. says they weren't even breathing and then, that yeah that was it oh they're, yeah they're not they're not they're they're not they're not living okay <laughs> yeah, yeah but, oh, yes. wait, whoopsie this is definitely <laughs> one of those stories where like it, it was like inception for me where i got to the <laughs> ending and then i was like all right well i gotta look online and see what people thought about that because i'm mm-hmm. lying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so who was the lady then or the person posing as the lady the mother of the masks but did she, that was actually the mother Yes. Seems like it. it. That's like fucking God coming down and being like, I want to kill some of these, uh, this theater troupe for funsies. Like, it's why would interest- he do that? Well, it's I mean, interesting. Before you knew that there was a mother of the gap, you right? Before you thought there was a mother of the masks, you thought Kindred was a god. So she comes down and kind of just talks to people sometimes, too. I know, but she doesn't kill a theater troupe for the fuck of it. Or does she? Take us through the Rune Terra story. I mean,. Well, okay, well, I mean, the next one, yeah, to be fair, she does for the fuck, or they do. Oh, but I thought I guess, it was, I thought they take people who are, who die, like, but, if someone gets killed. It's, the, the Runeterra one is just completely different. <laughs> Why? I'm so confused. Well, I mean, to be fair, okay, before we move on, because to be fair, in that, in the story we're about to talk about, they do die, and it's not like Kindred just killed them. Um, but the thing is, is whatever we'll talk about it in a second i will say stepping back to this one um i think you could definitely take the position that you know 
it seems like mask the mask mother's sort of whole goal or what she's all about is you know in kind of opposite of the other fiend like creating stories and creating legacies and memories right and and like what is this troop doing they're not just doing any play they're doing this like legacy of this great so it's that it also mentions is like this kindred fan girl i guess right like <laughs> like her works are like the kindred fables right so it's not just any story it's like this is the story that you know potentially this is like her one unfinished work you know someone trying to tackle this could drastically shape the kindred or like the concept of the mask that sort of story and that seems to be sort of the if you think about like a, a godly domain almost that's the way i kind of see mask mother's um stake maybe in this and why she's even intervening in the first place right um that would be my read on it maybe um i just yeah. think she's got better things that she could be doing yeah she watched the dress rehearsal and was like fuck that not on my watch <laughs> this place <laughs> sucks i'm killing all of them <laughs> fuck the it. reviews are gonna be terrible rate one star <laughs> <laughs> do a producer's thing with the mask <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right next story yeah uh so a good death also by matt dunn this one had, had another credit on it but i didn't write it down i'm terribly sorry um the you know, but the wiki had two people credited it was matthew dunn and someone else um hmm. oh i missed the second credit uh, yes yeah. i didn't yeah. get that yeah um in any case uh it opens on an actress uh maga uh who's wolf's she is playing wolf's victim and they've just been doing the same play like 13 14 times um, and that night the troop is making camp and you're kind of getting, it is, it, you know, all these people are going to fucking bite it because it's going through and just giving like a quick one line summary of like, Oh, here's the couple who are expecting a newborn. Here's this, you know, this mm. guy, here's that guy. Um, Here are it's all these kind of happy people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind Hope of a shitty troop. to him. <laughs> It'd be such a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, it's definitely that feeling. Um, kind of, they're kind of a shitty troop. Like the guy who runs it is kind of an asshole. Um, kind of very much an asshole regardless um are the person we're following we she kind of just goes out into the woods for the evening just to kind of get away i guess or she kind of wakes up in the middle of the night and it's like oh, i need to go walk um and as she does she kind of runs into kindred and she's stalled she starts like oh my god i'm about to get fucking killed and kindred kind of toys with her and eventually it comes out that we're not gonna kill you we it's it's not your time we're not gonna take you but there is other sport uh, that I, sm- I smell in the air and Kindred goes off and Maga comes back and all the troop is dead. Um, attacked by bandits, right? So Kindred didn't just go kill them, bandits kill them and so it was their time, etc. Um, fast forward years later and Maga is now like, she's old, she's a renowned actress for her portrayal of Kindred and Wolf because she's had first-hand experience and she's doing a performance and all of a sudden um, like her sensation of everything around her sort of leaves and she feels a sharp pain in her chest and she looks out and the crowd is filled with nothing but lambs and wolves and that's where it ends you know down the line I mean I assume she died of old age or something <laughs> it seems like something <laughs> yeah. more like yeah because it's, it's like lamb's that. arrow that's taken her right so it must be something that's very p- peaceful yeah and, and she had she had said when she met Kindred and Wolf, she had chosen Kindred, and then they were mm. like, uh, "No, we're just kidding." <laughs> just I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that whole line though. By the, so she says, uh, "I would prefer Lamb's arrow." She said, looking at the rough crusts of bark on the trees. I'll imagine myself climbing to the highest boughs like when I was a child. Only this time, I will never stop climbing. Is that what it's like to go with you? No. Said Lamb. It's a nice thought, though. 
<laughs> I loved no. that. I loved that. <laughs> I also I feel like it was canon that Lamb and Wolf don't know what happens, right? When they send people off when they kill them. Mm. I thought I that know. was it. Maybe that was in the Spirit Blossom event. I might Probably. Be I was going to see. I feel like Spirit Blossom added like a- other weird things. Yeah. Mm. But it would make um, sense that they, they don't know like where right. they're sending people. They've never yeah. been there. Yeah. Hmm. I did like this though. Yeah. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Now, I guess, I, I mean, so did you actually go through it and read it again, Hart? You said you had listened to it before, right? Yes, I went through and reread it and everything. Cool. The the reason I ask is because this one has pictures in it, yes. <laughs> which oh, I don't yeah, think I've seen yeah. elsewhere. Maybe Leona's story. Maybe maybe the credit is for the picture. Oh, the artist. Oh, the artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Scott Hawks, by the way, is the second credit on this one. Maybe okay. he did the art. He may have done the artist. It all that seems make sense. to be like the same style and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the the last picture in the story I like a lot. Yes. So you get um. The last picture you see her kind of taking her bow and the the crowd is full of lambs and wolves and you see a dead body just out of frame. You see mm-hmm. kind of like the the hand on the ground, um, which oh, reminded me that. very much of like uh, that, uh, what was it, the, the Nun Escape cinematic of the Shadow Isles where that kid's like lighting the lantern and then Thresh finds him and he tries to run back to his ship there's a force field blocking him and then he turns around and then he sees his dead body behind him mm, and he realizes yeah. that he's just a spirit <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I agree that the the last picture in particular the rest were just kind of like neat it's neat to have stories with these pictures or pictures with these stories i'd like to see more of it um but the last yeah. one is actually because that's a really cool scene right and you can picture it in your head and then getting it kind of drawn out there they did a really good job with it i didn't even notice the body i'll be honest with you but that's Not even better frankly it was like it was just like in the Annie cinematic. You just see the hand <laughs> coming from. From I mean, it's a too violent. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, I will say that it's it's almost a shame that this and kind of comes immediately after the the previous one because I think they're both strong stories on their own. Um, they're both fun reads, and it, it's just like oh, uh, you know, I kind of wish they hadn't gone back to the well. Which, to be fair to this story, this one came out first in 2015, and then that other one came oh. out way later. So, yeah. I remember when this one came out. Actually, this was this was that period where I was just getting back into reading the lore before I fell off of it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like. So this one is very specifically kind of a kindred type thing. Like the the last one, kindred and you know, like lamb and wolf are a part of the story because we explore a lot of the different ideas of death in that one. But it's almost like the masked mother is playing the role that kindred is playing in this one so i i like that for for this it's more specific about them mm-hmm. um, also this incident is referenced in ezreal's field notes when he's oh. talking about jandel damasia he specifically oh, really? mentions the uh the story that they were or the the play about kindred where the lead actress died on stage and it was all anyone could talk about oh my oh, god that's so, so cool sharp pain everything okay yeah a heart attack <laughs> yeah that's that's a really neat thing way to or like reference to kind of have placed in there i don't know i think riot really likes they did a really good job with kindred's lore in general and it seems like it's, it's such a strong concept right it's really easy to start bringing it out into different spaces you know but um so i guess okay heart between this and the other one which one was your favorite theater story of the two <laughs> <laughs> um 
Mm, it depends on... Because it's kind of hard to tell because this one is more focused on MAGA by herself. And then the other one is more focused on the whole troop and everything. But mm. if I were good... If, before, I would say definitely a good death. But now that I have all the information about Soati's story... <laughs> I would probably say that one now. Mm. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I kind of I grappled. I was just, I'm curious because I was grappling with that as I read through them. I was like, oh, you know, because I read the they're both one very first. good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are, and they're different portrayals of death mm-hmm. for sure. Like mm-hmm. this one was the very you kind of see both both sides of it. Like she obviously has a very peaceful seeming death with Lamb's arrow. You also get the the impression that the rest of her troop does not have quite as peaceful a death and there's a good chance that wolf got a few of them i think um, all but of still them. nothing compared to the <laughs> description of death that we like the kind of body horror type shit from the soity story <laughs> yes yeah a good death is easier to follow and it's much shorter whereas mm. the soity's one it's more visceral <laughs> i would say although both are very upsetting toil. Oh, it was very Del Toro. <laughs> mm, 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 yeah. um, but I think, yeah. But although, like, the, the scene when she gets back and she finds the troop dead, I don't feel like it was emotional for her, but, like, it was pretty descriptive. And, like, the couple expecting the baby had tried to crawl to each other and they were both just dead. It was fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Specified, like, oh, it clearly didn't happen fast. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say. Is it's, It makes yeah. a very distinct point of, like, oh, it was a slow death. And also... The other people got burned to death, and it's just like, oh shit. But I mean, you know, I, I, I think that yeah, like like we're kind of saying, you know, this maybe is a better one to if you're trying to get into kindred, and then the Soatis one with that extra context, maybe more of a, more of a, I don't want to say thinker because I feel like that's insulting to this one. Um, but it's, I needed to think a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like I said, it's it kind of leans more on that. metaphor. Yeah, yes. that's a that's a very yes. diplomatic way of phrasing it. <laughs> It was a thinker, a metaphorical thinker. A thunker. (laughs) Yeah. And then I also like, I was going to say also I like Kindred, like when they were playing with uh, MAGA and there's, there's a lot of like personality that kind of pull, that starts to kind of seep out of Kindred in this one in particular, um, which is nice. It's nice to get that strong sort of character voice or voices really kind of shining through, you know? Yeah. I like how they just decided to kind of fuck with her. Right? Like, you, do they do this a lot? Because in, in a lot of the other types of stories or, like, other parts of the story, you're seeing them at work. Yeah. This mm. is them just, uh, they're clocked out. They're just having a good <laughs> time. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. They got nothing to binge watch. They Not caught up on Ozark. And... <laughs> I mean, kind of, actually, yeah, honestly. <laughs> but they did say that they liked her portrayal of... I don't know, something, I don't remember. They liked her Damn. show. They kind of complimented. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's probably why they spoke to her. But sure. And I, I, don't I, think, and I think that's a neat, anyone. That's a neat detail to kind of have, right? It's that like, okay, there's, there is a personality and like character to Kindred that you can relate to, even though they're this very super weird alien intelligence death personified thing, right? Like it's so much more, you can understand absolutely the Kindred personalities and things, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. If what you can you- be everywhere at once, why not go to every theater production about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they do when they don't like a portrayal of themselves? 
Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> she didn't portray them in the That's first true. play. Yeah. True. The ones that were murdered did. So do with that information I mean, what you okay. will. But bandits got to them, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were bandits. And who tipped off the bandits? <laughs> we're looking at you, Kendrick. <laughs> made a couple calls. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That Rune Terror story. All Kindred Eve. All Kindred that's Eve. Called. Yes, also by Matt Dunn. Um, I really like this oh. one. I would recommend reading it if you are able to get a hold of the book, um, you know, by purchasing it legally and all that jazz. Uh, <laughs> For the record, by the way, Mark has purchased this book. <laughs> like, it's not... You own it, right, Mark? Or, I no? didn't steal it from a Barnes & Noble or something. No, I, I bought okay. it, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> um, it was smaller than I thought it was going to be, but... Whatever, that's what she said. Mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> all right so this is um it's following kindred as they go to a kindred's eve celebration kindred does actually like to go to things that depict them or or just go (laughs) see what the the mortals are doing right they're just they're genuinely curious right (laughs) um and it's in bilgewater so it it ends up it's it's kind of like a kindred themed mardi gras only more violent and and raucous um, but they go there and people are letting loose right there. People are, everyone's dressed up like lambs and wolves. Um, and it's great because Kindred doesn't, Kindred just walks around and everyone just assumes, oh, there's a, someone dressed up. There's actually a bit where a cos, I say cosplayer, a, a girl dressed up like lambs, like, oh, y'all's outfit is great. And your wolf's got an enchantment on him. Oh, you're gonna, you should enter yourselves into the pageant. You're going to get third place at least. And it talks about how the wolf that she's with is just this guy in a black loincloth and he's just got shitty face paint on. It's, it's tons of fun, right? It's also interesting because it's kind of, they're going through, they're just observing the celebrations. They're talking back and forth about it. Um, it shows someone telling the story of Kindred and he's, you know, he's telling things that are a little different. He's talking about the story that we think we know, which is that, oh, once there was a, a, a pale man who was very lonely. And Wolf's like, oh, I know this story. And he's like, so he found, he came to a road and he couldn't decide which way to go down. So he split himself so he could take both paths. And was like, do I know this story? <laughs> and Kindred is kind of explaining like, oh, well, you know, the story is not, you know, it changes, right? The, the tongue that says it kind of stains it, you know? Um, the guy who's telling the story, the way he depicts Lamb is not with a bow and arrow, but with a cutlass, because it's Bilgewater, right? Just these little details there are tons of fun. Um, that being said, as the night kind of goes on, and things start getting a little more grim, I guess we'll say midnight hits, and all of a sudden they start wheeling in this guy in a cage who is tarred and wooled, and they call him the Lamb Fool. And they talk about, like, oh, here's a guy who helps the sick, who is charitable to his neighbors, hasn't committed a single crime. And it's Bilgewater, so everyone's just laughing at him and throwing what shit at him. What a nerd. It's really what it is. It's like, what a fucking nerd, right? <laughs> and they bring him up to, uh, it's very like the lottery almost too, right? Where they bring him up to like the, the I don't know, the pit. Not the pit. They bring him up to like, it's like a tree. Uh, this big tree that looks out over the, the water. Um, and they've got these three guys who are dressed up like wolf. And they're kind of explaining that like, oh, you know, every year the wolf and the lamb come into to, clash and whoever wins if the lamb wins we will you know we'll um we'll be good right we'll we'll pay our debts and we won't debauch etc but if the wolf wins we have another year of going fucking wild and the lamb fools are like he's just this guy who's just been like starved he's you know got nothing going on they give him a broken bow and a broken arrow and the the wolfkin warrior is this like massive like uh uh corsair captain and she's got like this she's got like 
Madrid's blood razors. Like she's got like the Freddy Krueger claws and she's got this big fuck off club where it's like, oh, well, I wonder who's going to fucking win. They talk about like for a thousand years, Wolf has always won. Um, and Lamb is starting to get kind of annoyed by all of it. <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't fair. Wolf loves it. Wolf's loving it. And the whole time also, you know, Lamb is starting to get kind of annoyed because everyone's talking shit about Lamb and they're, they're depicting her as kind of just being a pushover. And she's like, well, I'll fucking show you. And she ults the guy as the Wolfkin warrior starts trying to, you know, kill him. And then a fucking lightning bolt comes and kills the Wolfkin warrior. And Wolf, it's funny too, because Wolf and, and Lamb this whole time have kind of had a deal. We're not going to chase. We're not going to do quote unquote water speak, AKA talking in rhymes. Um, and we're just going to observe. Um, and Wolf's like, you cheated. He's like, well, I never said I wasn't going to shoot anyone. <laughs> and he gets really upset. And Wolf's like, okay. Or Lamb is like, okay, you can kind of have your fun. And then we kind of see that as the night went on, a huge like fire broke out. And pretty much almost everyone died. Um, and Wolf kind of ran them all down. And and they just kind of reflect on, oh, that was a that was a fun kindred eve. I think everyone in Bilgewater, like it says like everyone in Bilgewater can't remember a more wild and fun kindred eve that and before the fire to correct me if i'm wrong on this because i just read the synopsis after after lamb killed the wolf uh weren't they all like uh hmm, (laughs) well we can't let that happen so they just fucked off and killed the lamb anyway (laughs) and then they're like well they they both died so wolf wins (laughs) they don't even that they just what happens is that Essentially that, they're all kind of like, well, we're not going to let that stand. They just start lying. Like, uh, no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's the, the, the lamb died. Wolf actually, I think, runs him off a, a cliff. Um, and lamb even, like, turns to Wolf's like, you know he's, his heart stopped beating first. This is bullshit. Wolf's like, I won, I won. They said I won. <laughs> that means I won. <laughs> it's, a, it's really tons of fun to spend with, with the two. And, and then, yeah, shit just goes wild. Um, huh. Yeah. It's I I really like I said I really really recommend it. The back and forth with Kindred and, and or Lamb and Wolf is great. Um, it's it's funny and then it has like like I said a nice kind of dark turn at a certain point and um and there's just like there's little moments where Ken, Kindred will be kind of watching someone portraying or sorry I keep saying Kindred Lamb will see someone portraying her and be like I don't talk like that. Nary a word has spoken has I have I said like that and then a Lamb immediately says Nary would I blah 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 someone dressed like her. And was like, Nary, 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 I'm a dumb lab. You know, it's there it's a lot of fun. You, you know. I, I really um, really recommend it. Is there any indication about when this takes place in Bilgewater? Uh I think it feels like it's a little while ago, like it's not immediately current. It's I guess when they say in Bilgewater, I could easily see it being like a surrounding sort of island that's a little separate, like maybe Bilgewater as a whole region rather than the city. Because like the the Wolfkin warrior who dies is champ is called like the champion of Bilgewater. And I assumed at first like, oh, they're describing a woman. Oh, it's misfortune. She's like, oh, is misfortune gonna fucking execute this guy? Like, goddamn. Oh damn. But then it talks about her kind of like being very Alawi esque almost, where she's just like she's fucking thick. She's like wide as a Mack truck, and she's just like this <laughs> just walking hunk of muscle that's gonna fuck this guy up. So. Now, speaking of Alawi, I was curious while reading this because, I mean, this is on the Blue Flame Isles. Um, what do you think the Buru think about this? Because this seems kind of the opposite of motion. They just kind of, like, put on this charade to, like, justify 
their shitty behavior all the time. Uh, it well, seems like say... the Buru would be like, hey, man, just <laughs> own what the fuck you're doing, don't <laughs> I mean, at the start, it kind of talks about how the people who go there are not of the Buru faith. It, it, it says, like, anyone who doesn't practice the Buru faith comes and does oh, this there. Okay. So they, they seem to... This is like this is again where it's like these little details really help to kind of make this feel very authentic because it's like oh yeah like you said if you're if you're someone who's at all familiar with the region that would immediately pop into your brain and at the start it's like well they don't you know the brewery don't go do that um, so. <laughs> they leave us to our fun <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a really neat little story and it, it like I said it's tons of fun to see kindred go and and see people you know like I said cosplaying as them it's just a it's a this is again like really fun situations to put kindred in and go and see more about them through that and that's what I'm saying it's like it's the closest thing to a perspective piece because it's really following them as they're going around and watching things there's no other characters it really follows you know but, um, that's nice. very cool yeah yeah I can read it, it. <laughs> Even I read the synopsis. The summary <laughs> synopsis, I bet it reads interesting. The summary was so good. <laughs> you really get the character voice through the summary, you know? <laughs> oh, well, that's fun. I guess there's a lot to play with there, because they can really roam all of Runeterra without anyone knowing that they're there. So there quite yeah. literally can be a fly in the wall in any situation. <laughs> Certainly. And that's why I think yeah. it's it's almost a shame that the two stories happen to be about theater troops because it's like you could do anything yeah. right you know you could you could tweak it and just have it be about storytellers in the frail yard or whatever something like that right mm-hmm. I don't know mm. well if you want to I mean you won't gain any additional context necessarily about Kindred but if you'd like to read some short stories where people reference Kindred <laughs> you can read uh, A Death Knot which is a Sejuani story Art is Life, a Vladimir story. Dead of Winter, which is a Sejuani and Olaf story. Perennial, which is an Ari story. The Carthaspio, The Princeling's Lament, which is a story about the Shadow Isles. The Principles of Strength, which is a Darius and Swain story. The Shuddering Mance, which is an Elise story. Or The Voice from the Hearth, which is an Orin story. They appear in all of those. <laughs> Heart's going to go through all those for us now, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says oh. wolf or lamb. That's it. Nice. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, were the stories everything you hoped they would be? <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah. I don't really read much anymore, but. I mostly listen to just audiobooks, but uh That's reading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh for someone who hasn't actually like sat down and read for a while, even if it were just short stories and not like an actual full book, I was definitely engrossed with the words and half the time I was forgetting that I wasn't taking down notes or writing anything. So I was definitely <laughs> losing myself in the stories and they're definitely worth it. Yeah, I would say these are these were some of the like you said, engrossing a lot of times I'll like kind of get spacey or I'll get bored or I'll open up a new tab when I'm reading one of these short stories, but I didn't do that with Kindreds. Yeah, you chose a good champion. You did. Yeah. These are, these are like, some well, of the more solid short stories recently. What I I'm remembering that good. fucking quote Camille, or no, quote Caitlin story. Which one was it that it was just about Piltover? Oh, God. I could oh, not yeah. get that one. Was it Founder's Progr- Day? Progress Day. Oh, Progress Day. Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Is it a story yeah. about a character that's not in it until the end? That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Barely. Yeah. You're right. Well, that'll do it for the short stories. I will thank you, uh, thank you so here. much for joining us yeah, today, and uh, thank you, and thank you for the patronage. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. anytime, <laughs> definitely worth it. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, and I'm going to dip out of here thank so you guys you. can finish. Well, yeah, we'll probably see you on League. Yep, probably <laughs> sometime in the future. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. So, bye, bye, good one, man. All right, so for the second time in a row, we have a champion with no old lore to go over mm-hmm. oh there is uh the bio that you have on universe now is the first version of the bio well, that's interesting that there's no tweaks at all i feel like that's pretty rare yeah yeah i mean 2015 that... is more than enough time i don't know yeah maybe this yeah. is like just a sweet you know what i want them to do i'm gonna go find like when all the champions were released that we we liked the lore of i wonder if there's like a sweet spot where it just like right. they had a dream team for like a, a one-year mm, period maybe, maybe. <laughs> Because I feel like Echo came out around this time, too. I don't know, but That's I could be true. wrong. That's true. I think you're right. I could be wrong. And he didn't have a lot of changes, either, to his lore. I don't yeah. think. Although they might be now with Arcane, but we'll see. Nah, I doubt they'll change much. I don't think so. I don't think they would change I, the I think the more I'm it. hearing, the more they're committing to Arcane being lore-adjacent. Sure. Or canon-adjacent. That's usually what okay. happens. As much so. as the commitment they're willing to make to fucking anything. Yeah. 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 All right, cinematics. Cinematics, baby. <laughs> so number one, excitement. <laughs> <laughs> we got "Listen to Their Tale," which is their launch cinematic, which is just the story of Kindred, basically, where Lamb tells Wolf of the man who everyone had to face and nobody liked, so he took an axe and split himself in two, so he would always have a friend. This is the short story of Kindred. <laughs> Oh, is that where Kindred came from? That's, you know, the myth around their creation. Yeah. I mean, I think, huh. kind of like we saw with that Realms of Runeterra story, like, this could easily be one of many, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, 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 it's I, I will say it does ahead. kind of stand in contrast to the, the Mask Mother sort of thing. Um, yeah. Which I'm it's not... very sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, oh, and Nico, no. I, I like the way that it's kind of told, too, because it's definitely, like, it's got the feeling of, like, Wolf just asking Lamb to tell him a story. Mm-hmm. Tell me the story again. Yeah. And he always, like, interjects, like, oh, and he and he cut him, or he split himself in two. So he would always have a friend. <laughs> so he would always have a friend. <laughs> I feel like this is how Wolf likes to imagine they came into being, probably. Yeah, it's like Maybe. a nice violent... Mm-hmm. way to, to come then, into existence and then maybe the mother is how kindred imagines <laughs> that they came to be i don't know I, it kind of reminds me of the movie may <laughs> i've never, never seen, that? seen it but i've i've seen it recommended and i really would like to watch it i saw it so long ago and it was really old but it was about this woman who was so lonely that she just kept taking people's body parts that she liked to sew together a friend <laughs> <laughs> it's a really been, out like, there film from like the early 2000s yeah, or something. Yeah, I I really I've seen like I said I've seen it recommended a ton. Never watched it, but I, I maybe I will. It's weird. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm really sorry if it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's terrible in that way it's supposed to be. But anyway, now yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Wolf also shows up in the Curse of the Sad Mummy. Oh, Wolf is stalking a Mumu through the forest at the beginning of the music video, which kind of makes sense as Kindred would probably be 
pretty pissy at Amumu's undeadness. Mm. Although they do have some quotes towards <laughs> I was just going to say, I definitely heard a quote towards Amumu. It's like, yeah, you should be dead, but like, also stay the fuck over there. That was it. We're like, we no, understand that you want. Okay, here, here it is. Hang on. We understand your loneliness, but stay away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Now, in the Giants music video, if you pause at 19 seconds in <laughs> and zoom in a bit. And enhance. <laughs> you can see the kindred masks on a sticker on the railing as that goes rapping. My so. God, John. Yes. <laughs> that was way more of a stretch than usual. You're welcome. Okay, uh, thank you. Well done. Now they show fine. up also in two TFT cinematics. Oh. Uh, Galaxies, which was their Team Fight Tactics mobile launch trailer. Um, and for the side note, in case you're watching this music video... Uh, or not music video, just this this trailer. I never realized how much the music for this, and I don't know if they carried it over into the game too, because I know a lot of the time they use the trailer music in game. The end of this sounds so much like the Smash Ultimate version of Gangplank Galleon. It's crazy. Sure, yeah, I believe <laughs> I believe you. So what a yeah. nerd. <laughs> If you haven't heard the Smash Ultimate version of Gangplank Galleon, shit is a bop. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll do, still do a little side-by-side. Side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they were also in Rise of the Elements, which was the set two release cinematic for TFT. So good stuff there. Those cinematics <laughs> are usually pretty cute. They're getting much better, too. You can definitely see the earlier cinematics for TFT were like, you know, it's still kind of like a side thing where they hadn't determined if it was something they were going to necessarily invest in yet, and their cinematics mm. now are like there's on a point. budget now. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's neat. Be able to see that kind of growth in that way. You know, yeah, especially for a game that I enjoy a lot. So you love to see it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, now I wrote down a few quotes. A- again, Kindred is one of those characters, kind of like with. Brom and Kane, where there's a lot of character in their quotes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Unlike Brom and Kane, there's also a lot of character in the stories, which is nice. So it was nice to see it in the quotes and in the stories. It's a nice, nice one-two combo. Yeah, absolutely. It it, it makes me it. I say this a lot, but this like really makes me want to play Kindred just to listen to these two just talk back and forth. You know, I I think yeah. it's. The, the the voices are very well done, but then more importantly, kind of the the ideas in the writing. I love I love Wolf not understanding what uh, tears are. He's got a quote like not in here, but in that Runeterra story where he's asking if you can chase music, and Lamb's like, in a sense, you know, you can. <laughs> um, but it's it's a really strong little little character pairing, and I really like the dynamic in general. Yeah. I think one of the one of the authors I think mentioned at some point they had a quote that I really liked when they were talking about the relationship between the two of them. Um, let's see if I can find it anywhere. Mm. Okay, so yeah, he, I think it was Matt Dunn that said this, but uh, Lamb feels little but knows everything, whereas Wolf feels everything but knows very little. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a 
again, it's just it's just a strong little um, little pairing of of, of you know personalities, and, and it's it's a, it's tons of fun to spend time with them. I think. Yeah, and we didn't talk about this because I mean these are usually saved for the special facts, but the voice or the wolf is voiced by Matt Mercer. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. they have a quote towards Gangplank that says, "Have we met before?" <laughs> He's also voiced by Matt Mercer. That's great. That's funny. I would never have thought. I mean, that's the mark of a good voice actor, though, huh? <laughs> you just never know. Uh, they had another quote that I liked towards Echo, where uh, Lamb says, We know your name, child, woven across countless almost lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? That's really neat. see how many times he's kind of cheated death on that one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be yeah. I'll be curious if they ever wrote a story with him having like having that recognition or something like that, like seeing Kindred in any way. That could be fun. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Right. It reminds me of the end of uh, the balance arc of oh, of Taz. Of Taz. Mm. Haven't 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 listened to Which it. Which we afraid. won't get into in too much detail to avoid mm. spoilers. Fair, fair. It's been out for a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> you can earmuffs if you want. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. People will know if they know. You know? If you know, you know. Am if I you right? you know, you know. <laughs> now, Kindred is part of four AUs. Uh, first one is Infernal. Uh, in a setting where the Ashen Lord has been summoned and transformed the world into a land of ashes, cinders, and fire. And this one is Shadowfire Kindred. When the Ashen Lord rose, high priests of the Shadowfire Temple called upon their own god to fend off the all-consuming infernals. They neglected, however, to account for the being's twin aspects, destruction and rebirth. Kindred will fight the flames, but there may be a bitter price to pay before the end. Bum-bum-bum. So what is Kindred? So, like, is Lamb rebirth then, I assume? I would assume. Yeah. Okay. And then then Wolf be burning. Uh, next up is super galaxy featuring champions as galactic superheroes this one super galaxy kindred lamb joined the super galaxy team as its lead scout venturing into uncharted territory to face all manner of alien dangers soon after wolf joined the team as lamb's partner though in truth he only really joined because she still owes him for lunch back when they were cadets She's not getting away this time. So wait, what is what is Wolf in this context? Is he still Wolf? Like like if he, I don't, I don't quite get it. <laughs> Wolf's gone. They killed Wolf. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's you know he's he's like you know like Star Fox Wolf. He's just, <laughs> he's just Wolf. I do kind of I like an AU where they're just like both people, <laughs> like okay. separate from each other, but like besties, you know. Okay. Can't let you do that, Star Fox. Does he? She should. He. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> they, <laughs> they should have a quote like that on that skin. <laughs> and they should say Star Fox and everything. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, they should say Astral Fox instead. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh. Now, there's also a short story associated with this which we went over with the Fizz episode, and I'm going to read again. Okay. (laughs) Because this episode's so short. (laughs) You can cut it if you want. (laughs) Uh, 
Kindred. Report, a monster is destroying downtown. Shivana. Suit up, team. Touchdown in five. Fizz. My trident will stab the sky! Shivana. That... What what does that mean? (laughs) Powering up! Ah! Why is it yelling? Please, please stop that. Ah! Power infinite! Ah! Vi, uh, guys, I could really use some help with this monster. Wait, wait, who's yelling? Uh, we're working on it. Silence, space fish! We have to stop this abomination from destroying the city! Ah! Almost! Ah! Done! Ah! Kindred, I, we also want to yell. Ah! (laughs) Nope, forget it. This team is the worst. I should've joined Neon Strike. Connection terminated. Vi. Uh, hello? Is anyone there? Hey! Well, shit, there goes another fucking skyscraper. Baron. So, are they coming? Yeah, shut up, man. <laughs> Thanks, hun. You're welcome. I love it's it. beautiful rendition. <laughs> I love the It's going to be really fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. All right, no, one no, more time. No, from no, the top. No, 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 no. <laughs> Now, they're also part of Spirit Blossom. The Spirit Blossom Festival is an ancient and celebrated time in Ionia. When the door to the spirit world is opened, the dead return to their loved ones, and spirits of all manner turn their eyes towards the living. From the benevolent Kanmei to the obsessive Akana, their stories play out again and again, like shadows on a paper lantern. This one is Spirit Blossom Kindred. In the Ionian tradition, the kindred are interpreted as a child and her beastly companion, endlessly playing games with one another until they are called to perform their duties. The two do not know where they came from, but it is said they feel a sense of loss from someone they knew long ago. Now, there's a lot to go along with this. First of all, there's the Lilia Champion teaser, which is set in this universe where Lamb and Wolf show up, seemingly to kind of take the soul of a frog, from what I could gather. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, in the cinematic, the path, an Ionian myth, which is kind of the Yone cinematic when he was released, he passes by Wolf on his way to being drawn in by Thresh to have his peaceful end taken from him. Um, and finally, there was a visual novel mm-hmm. for Spirit Blossom <laughs> called it was fun. Spirit Bonds. I'll go over the the kindred part real quick it opens with lamb and wolf playing hide and seek but since wolf growls so much she very easily finds him their score so far is 4396 to zero <laughs> uh and we get some some good lines here from wolf uh don't worry wolf only bites spirits oh no this one's lamb actually this one says uh don't worry wolf only bites spirits <laughs> bad spirits and then wolf says Wolf bites people, too. It's fun for him. (laughs) Um, So Lamb essentially wants you as the character to play hide-and-seek with her. She finds you very easily, too. Wolf says, Wolf will start Losers Club. Very exclusive. Just you and Wolf. (laughs) Uh, And we find out that Wolf and Lamb can go between the spirit realm and the normal realm and do a lot. And we also find out that all those times they say, like, wolf devours bones, um, Lamb says, it's metaphorical. Uh, to which wolf replies, Lamb has exposed wolf. 
the wolf is sad now. <laughs> I feel like the more I do the wolf voice, the more it sounds like Christian Bale's Batman, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking it, but now that you say it. Fucking voice tomorrow. You're going to be doing an interview tomorrow and just be like, hey, uh, can you give me an example of a time? Who do you work for? <laughs> Hopefully you, sir. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, fucking Weedy would say that interview. Uh, I mean, I would too. Now, uh, Kindred can't remember where they came from. The memories are stored in a locket, and you have to retrieve it for them. Uh, you also don't know how you ended up in the spirit realm in this story, so while you look for the locket, Lamb searches for your body. Um, and then she mentions, uh, when the time is right, me and Wolf will take you back home. I'll hold your hand. To Wolf replies, Wolf will hold your other hand in his mouth. Yum, yum, tasty hand. (laughs) Uh, So you and Wolf end up finding the memories, but they turn out to be painful. Uh, They tell the story of, you know, the man with the dark hair who everyone met, but nobody wanted to meet. Uh, They refer to him as the gray man in this story. Uh, You know, the one who kind of cut himself in half to always have a friend. Uh, But in this story, he used a magic knife instead of an axe. And, uh, uh, you know, in, in the end, they send you back home, essentially, and Wolf leaves you with the sentiment, uh, when you die, Wolf will make sure to eat you gently, <laughs> you know, a nibble between friends. <laughs> and Lamb says, Thanks. Wolf, and then Wolf says, Wolf is kidding, no special treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked their part of the Spirit Blossom event. I did this whole visual novel, and I actually read everything. I didn't flip through it as fast as possible, yeah. like I did the Sentinels one. Even though we didn't have a podcast yet, then I had I didn't have I know, to right? read it. I just enjoyed myself. Yeah, especially and I, I, the Kindred was like some of my favorite parts of it. Too. Yeah, it was really fun. All of Wolf's dialogue was like bolded and capitalized, so mm-hmm. you could like have an idea of like the distinction between the voices. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yeah. Through and through, like Kindred across all places seems to have been handled very, very well for the most part. Yeah. Consistently awesome. Yeah. When they have a really solid idea for personality, I think even having multiple writers, they can kind of get it. It's kind of like Mundo in a way. We don't Mm. like Mundo's new lore, but a lot of times a Mundo short story will have the same tone (laughs) because he's such a a clear idea. Yeah. Or like Jin was very consistent between cinematic and quotes and stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get someone like just a normal person like Ash. And then sometimes you're like, well, who were you (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) at all of this? Yeah. Now, the final AU is Porcelain, which is their brand new one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a world where ancient spirits and magical creatures thrive in the periphery of modern society, powerful porcelain artifacts called the Zodiac Relics are key to unlocking immense power. They are kept safe by the protectors, immortal guardians tasked with keeping the relics out of the wrong hands. And this one is Porcelain Kindred. Once a skilled hunter and her fierce hound, the two were so bonded that their souls remained together when they were preserved inside the dog Zodiac Relic. Now they are two halves of a whole, mentoring generations of protectors like Lux and Amumu, and standing guard eternally over the ancient magic that keeps them alive. Hmm. Okay. Cool. It's pretty neat. Is it they have any more thing? context to that cinematic? <laughs> yeah, honestly, right? Like when you start saying that, I was like, oh, okay. I, I'm, the pieces immediately connecting in my brain, right? 
but no stories or anything. It's just that little that little blurb. It's also has Taz yeah, vibes. Yeah, so far. <laughs> yeah, and it's got the one cinematic, but Kindred's mm-hmm. not in it. That's just yeah. kind of a yeah. uh, Lux Ezreal Lissandra, did we decide? Yes, yeah. it's definitely Lissandra, but or Lissandra. But we just saw a snake and we were like, Cass! Cass! It's Cass! Idiots. Snake! Cass! <laughs> the person wasn't the snake. She just had a snake. You know what? That's not our fault. It's fucking confusing out there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because the slander's never had a snake. I, I'm still confused by it. When the only tool you've got is a snake, the whole world looks like Cassiopeia, like they say. <laughs> yep. But... Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Spit your fun facts and do it quick because I got to pee. I'm going to spit them. Uh, so we already <laughs> talked about Wolf being voiced by Matt Mercer. Lamb is voiced by Marcella Lentz-Pope. Oh. Uh, before their release, Mark of the Kindred symbol would appear randomly over champions in-game with uh, their symbol being dubbed They Are Coming if you clicked on it. That's cool. It's kind of that. Like, yeah. Kind of a neat little, little <laughs> pre-release little thingy. <laughs> Uh, apparently, a lot of the relationship between Wolf and Lamb is based on Matthew Dunn's relationship with his wife, with him being like Wolf and his wife being like Lamb. <laughs> now I'm just picturing this guy at the right offices who's constantly like, I want to run and kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt, but is that story going to be done? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you tell on himself. He's got a lot of bones in his closet. Uh, so as said in the All Kindred's Eve story All uh, Kindred are seen <laughs> all, all <laughs> the <laughs> words Kindred are seen by Shereemans as elegant tusked gazelles partnered with speckled hyenas and by Ionians as a snake and a sparrow uh, some Ionians also just imagine them as the the taker that we talked about with the spirit blossom like the little the little girl and the and the beastly companion. Mm. Uh, other interpretations include a jawfish and a minnow, a bloody antlered stag and a sleek rabbit, and a rose and a stinging bee. I want to say almost all those come from that Realms of Terra story. The one thing I found interesting about that as well is that the Ionians very often don't, they don't roam with a partner. It's just them and they have a sparrow and a snake depicted on themselves in some way, um, which I thought was an, an interesting way of tweaking it a bit. Interesting. I'd really like a bee skin for Kindred now, mm. where Wolf is the bee and Kindred's a rose. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be that really would be fun. great. Yeah, you're welcome, Riot. I know you just released <laughs> a bunch of bee skins, but for the next round. <laughs> now, uh, Kindred is one of 11 champions with an infinitely stacking effect on an ability, and one of 22 champions with no AP ratios on any abilities. Mm. Cool. Uh, Kindred is also the first champion to not have their icon derived from their artwork, considering it's kind of like a two-for-one case oh, on true. the icon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, as well as the first whose release was celebrated with summoner icons. One for hmm. wolf and one for lamb. Neat. Oh, neat. Hmm. Uh, Kindred's dance is a reference to the tap dance Two Cups performed by Christopher Rice. It's a very specific reference. I do not. Uh, mm. Nope. Hmm. That, that's, okay. I mean, you you get sure if you tell me that's a thing, I believe you. But I don't. Mean. <laughs> uh, in their classic splash, Lamb has four fingers, but in Super Galaxy, 
She only has three. Oh, that's the real fucking oh. deep lore. Uh, and finally, Kindred Splash. This is unconfirmed, just potentially. It seems very influenced by Henry Fuseli's painting, The Nightmare. Oh, I actually know what, what that is. <laughs> so, you referenced some dance I didn't know, but I know that painting. That's interesting. I'd have to look at it again. I don't know if I... I'd be curious to see if that was actually the case, because I feel like they're they're kind of different. Like, like yes, there's kind of the image of a figure kind of crouched over someone's chest. Eh. But it's an, it's an interesting idea, if it is. I do like that splash a lot. I think it's it's maybe one of Riot's best in terms of, like, storytelling, right? Yeah. Like, you can just stare at it. You know what? So I felt like such an idiot. I had it on because I was listening to the login screen music, and I never realized until like the other day that Lamb wears the wolf mask and Wolf wears the Lamb mask. Mm. I, I, I never noticed notice that either. detail. Yeah, just hmm. neat. Yeah. All Intriguing. right. Any final kindred thoughts? You you don't gun you don't gun good. Yep. Very yeah, good. Yeah, it was a fun you one. Did it. Yeah, highly recommended. I think um, I was just gonna say I think kindred might be. One of Riot's best, like, like genuinely cool champions. Like, there are champions like Kane who are trying to be very cool and kind of fall into edgy. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, <laughs> Kindred is like an idea and a character feels like wholly original and genuinely wholly like, that's cool. That's neat. That's good shit, Riot. You know, I think that's maybe why the lore is so strong across all the pieces is it's such a strong, like, creative endeavor, you know, or idea almost. Um, that it just helps yeah. it kind of maintain a quality bar, maybe. Yeah, and it's a, a fun take on something that you see a lot of interpretations of in mm-hmm. life and in fantasy. Like, how is death handled in this world? And they came up with a, a unique approach to it, I think. Yep. And they reinforce it frequently. Yes. Like, the fact that they show up in, like, ten stories that aren't mm-hmm. even related is, like, they... They're very consistent with this is death in this universe. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting to come across a character or characters that I wouldn't call them infinitely powerful, but they're probably the only one that's like would be feared by everyone in a way and is known to everyone in the world so far. Some yeah. Mordekaiser, am I right? We'll get there. <laughs> oh, yeah, and gosh. Carthus, I guess. Yeah, I we'll guess get that's. There. Yeah, that'll be an interesting thing. I'm. You know, whatever, whatever, however that works, who knows? Um, <laughs> but you know. All right, I think that was Kindred. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. We did it! Yay! Go us! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have changed our Twitch channel name. It's Twitch.tv/loreheads. So it's much easier to find now. If you ever want to pop in, we stream on Saturdays, usually like starting between six thirty and seven EST. And it's usually me and John, and then we'll uh, grab some people on the Discord, something like that. So we usually have a team of five. It's pretty chill. Uh, and then John is going to try to start streaming Mondays. Do you want to announce that officially or no? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Why not? So okay. the new TFT set is out. So I'm going to be trying to do a much more consistent Monday stream where I am attempting to climb through the TFT ranks and see how high we can get this season. Yeah, mm. he is a f- he has formally hit diamond. So if you want to learn about TFT, John is pretty knowledgeable. He'll answer questions and whatnot as he's yeah, playing. Yeah, I'll see you. Uh, and if I'm doing ranked, I might not take composition suggestions oh, from no, chat, no, no. but who knows? Maybe. We'll see how we'll see how fancy I'm feeling. 
You're going to okay. lower that you... rank over all of us, man. <laughs> it's the only thing no. I'm good at. I love when we end up getting into normals and like that will pop up like your diamond rank. <laughs> like, right? It saves your border. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're like going into like normal games. Yeah. Like, oh shit, who's this badass? I'm like, ha, I'm just going to play AP Kaisa so I don't have to fight people. <laughs> Yeah, that is also something we should warn you, John, is almost exclusively going to play AP Kaisa in the bot lane if you watch him stream. Fuck yeah. All right. You can also find us on Twitter. It's at Loreheads. And we post all of these on YouTube. And John has a few parody songs on our YouTube channel. And we have a Patreon as well. Thank you to all of our patrons. But a special thank you to our Madarta tier patrons, Jeremy Rich king of hearts who you just heard in this episode <laughs> and my liked you guys are amazing mm-hmm. and we couldn't do what we do without the love of all of you that was a little valentine's day rhyme <laughs> for you but what's funny is that we're a week ahead so this is going to come out well after valentine's <laughs> day <That's John>. <laughs> just pretend that this came out several weeks earlier throwing a little new happy rec- new year's on there too fuck it <laughs> Recording this also several days after Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You do it. You do the best you can with a bad situation. All right. <laughs> Is it that you started singing and like didn't have a way of where it was gonna go? Or <laughs> that sounds like it. All right, it's and uh, be sure to join us next week for more of this great riveting content as we talk about the can. Oh my God, I looked this up so many times cantankerous cavalier cled. <laughs> <laughs>